sharpen your pencils, adjust your glasses, fill those pocket protectors, because you've never heard nerds like this. Matt and Chris engage in rampant speculation. All right, what's up, guys? What's up, Matt? Not much. It is Hi. a new week. It is a new week. It's crazy how that happens every week. I know. This feels good to be home. Been in Cleveland for the last week, seven days. <laughs> oh, Jesse's here with us again. Hi. Jesse, you're becoming quite a formal cast member. Yeah. We're going to change the rampant speculation title. Why? Because it says Matt and Chris, and you've been here like every week. No, that's just because, I mean, I'm fine with you guys doing your own thing. It's just, you know, Chris is so unpredictable that I feel like I have to come just as like a alter, you know, an alternate, but I just always get used. <laughs> <laughs> Want to keep your eye on us? Um, so uh, I got hit by a car this week. That's right. That's something interesting to talk about real quick. Did you die? I did not. It did hurt, though. Did you go to the hospital? I did not. I, I, I toughed it out. I don't understand. Why weren't the police called? Like, why didn't... Well, they off, they offered to call the ambulance, but I was like, I don't think I need an ambulance. I just need to, like, get my bearings for a minute because it happened so fast. Um, they were turning into a uh, paid parking because the Cavs were playing and they do the watch parties. Actually, the Cavs were in Cleveland that, that day and they were pulling in and I was running probably about 5.30 pace per mile, so I was clicking and um somebody in front of me just crossed so i didn't even look and all of a sudden the next thing i know is there's a fucking car in front of me and i hit it and it hit me and it was kind of a mutual meeting of the ways and i took off their mirror that sounds significant what was the just out of curiosity what was the race of the drivers old white people okay i was just saying if race played a role <laughs> probably not no um they were nice they were just uh old they kept saying they kept saying, well they kept saying like oh we were just looking for good parking and I'm like <laughs> well it's not on top of me <laughs> i'm like uh okay i understand that you guys are looking for parking but could you please stop saying that and i think they were in shock yeah yeah that makes sense but yeah that is funny like we understand how driving to places works no and so uh and so i my, my bruises are here and there, I had some show up right away, and then I had some actually show up now. So it's it's been interesting. And then I had to sit through training all week, and it was kind of funny. I didn't tell; I only told like a couple people, but um, and I didn't make a big deal about it. But then um, it just kind of got now. And then as the week goes on, like everybody started finding out what had happened, and uh, it became kind of the talk of the class for a little bit, but not too much. But it was just kind of funny. So you whined to one person, and that person told your story to other people, and then. You were like a god. <laughs> you know, like everybody was talking about you. No, no, it was uh, just. And kind now of... you want to tell the world in a you know offbeat kind of way. It was interesting, but this <laughs> isn't the first time I've been hit by a car. This is actually oh. the third time I've been hit by a car. Hum- humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> I was hit by a car, guys. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to know, but I just want to make just, awareness. I'm joking with you. I just want to make awareness that people on sidewalks that are running. You guys need to watch out for pedestrians because drivers fucking suck. This is the third time I've been hit by a car, and um, it sucks because people don't pay attention to shit. 
Maybe do you run out in front of a lot of cars? No. Last time I got hit when I was in Dallas ten years ago, um, the guy ran red light. I had the walk signal on, and uh, I I was running. I was able to kind of like wave my arms and kind of slow myself down. And I actually just rolled all the way down the guy's side of the car. <laughs> but he never. That guy never stopped. He just kept going. He never stopped. Did you get sure. bruises from that one? I did. Actually, it was way worse. I had asphalt like plastered to my body, and my bruises came away like right right away. Yeah. But that one hit me a little bit harder. This one was like they're pulling in, so they're probably only going like five miles per hour. It was more me like meeting them. So um, if they – they didn't even stop till like after I'd hit the car. They were still kind of rolling. But I think if they would have stopped, I would have went over the hood. So it's kind of a good thing they didn't stop because I, I hit the side of the car instead of like going up on top of the hood, which probably would have hurt my knees a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know. What would you guys get into this week? I got hit by a plane. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just trying to one up you. Um, well, I don't know. What'd you What'd you do, Jesse? You didn't do anything, Chris. What did you do? Um, I saw okay, Barbara. Okay, I can of tell Seville. my story now. What? I saw Barbara of Seville. A what? What? It's an opera. The Barber of Seville. Who the fuck goes to the opera? I do. Do you guys Do you guys curse on this show? Yes. No, oh, okay. it's a family show. I just cursed like five times. Did you? you no, know, sometimes you think people Matt's going to be on a show that doesn't allow cursing. I don't even pay attention. <laughs> I just I brush over it. Um, but sometimes I curse a lot, just randomly. And I'm at first I'm like, oh yeah, I just did it a few times. And I go back and listen to some of the podcast, and I literally say fuck like every other word, and I don't know why. Um, I could just pause and not say anything, but I say fuck instead. It's <laughs> not that bad of a word, but. Um, well, it's just yeah, it's just well, a word. Could you imagine sitting through an opera? <laughs> like the whole thing? I mean, have, <laughs> has anyone here seen any part of an opera? Yes. I actually had to do it for uh, a class in college. We had to go downtown to Kansas City in the opera. It was terrible. It was. Uh, we left halfway through and went and drank. I could probably do it, but I, I don't know that I would enjoy it. Like, I could do it. And I think I, you know, I can handle that, but I don't know. Well, the Barbara Seville is really good. It's a funny show, and uh, what they put on at the Kaufman Center, it was a really good take. I I found it very enjoyable. How's an opera funny? They tell jokes and they do jokes like a regular any other story is funny. Hmm. It's it's all right. It's just acting like weird. you have to know what they're saying. No, which, but that's what means, I'm saying. Like, how do yeah, you translate they have, it? They have little screens on the on back of the seats in front of you okay. that, that translate it for you as it's happening. <laughs> it's like watching a foreign film no. with subtitles. No, because you're looking at the screen, then trying to look at the opera. But the it, yeah, I mean you, that's just like watching a screen with subtitles. No, because if you're watching a TV, the screen's in front of you, and the, right. the subtitles are on the bottom, so you're still right. looking at the screen. But that's the same. In the, like the screen is in front of you, and it just takes a little look down to read, and then back up at the action. It's not like they're speaking rapid fire, and you don't have time to look at the stage and down at the thing, and then back up again. And not to mention that because it's sung, a lot of the word, a lot of the sentences and phrases are repeated. So you'll like, you know, just because lyrically, like in songs and stuff. It seems repeat. really exhausting. <laughs> yeah, it seems like does you have it? to turn your head over here and you have to turn your head over there. It seems or like you have, to, you have to really so pay attention when you go to an opera to figure out what the fuck is going on. I'm, I'm actually not big on foreign films either. 
Because it does. Like when you're constantly have to take your eyes away to read something, it like you're taking your attention away from what's going on on the screen. Yeah. And that's what gets me. Like Brian, you know, he'll say things. Like he's not here, so we can talk about him. <laughs> but he'll he always says like, oh, eventually I don't even notice that I'm reading him. It just it like he, he tries to say that he just like picks up on and like he just perceives it or something. That's not true. I always no. Like, I you always heard Brian talk about that before though. It's true for me. I like. But you're still missing action. No, I. Film. But I do agree with that as well. I I think it gets it that I'm not really noticing it. But I think my experience would be different if I didn't have to look at it. I did watch a horror movie. Uh, it was on Facebook. It was supposed to be like one of the scariest movies that was been produced in a while. Was Stormy Daniels in it? <laughs> this was called like Anna. It's about exorcism down in Mexico. It was actually really good. Oh, that's weird because I I've watched that movie or I've seen half of it. It, it wasn't that bad. It's you... it's in Spanish, right? Yeah. I, I, kid, I come out there. I come out the living room. And three of the kids are watching it. And oh, two of fuck. them are Aaliyah and Ash. Right? Oh, no. And Aaliyah can't even read it. But she's just sitting there just watching it the whole time. Did they have nightmares like, after that? No, no. They've, they've watched I mean, She doesn't watch like really scary movies. But Ash, he's, he's fine watching any kind of movies. I mean, that, um, that, that exorcist thing is pretty scary. Yeah, because I mean? so I watched the whole scene. and But I mean, Aaliyah's just sitting there watching this thing. And it's in Spanish. <laughs> and nobody's reading it out loud. So I, I instinctively start reading it to her. Ash can read it, but I don't think. But man, the subtitles are moving quickly. They do. Like, well, they speak so fast. Yeah, and the, I mean, I was, I wasn't used to it. I wasn't able to read all the lines fast enough out loud. Like it was, it was going too fast, so I couldn't even do it. Um, I actually. But yeah, kids are goofy. They'll just sit there and just watch the screen, and it's like you don't even know what they're saying. Like, <laughs> but that movie translates pretty well because it's a horror movie, so you kind of understand like the. The basic principles so i actually well, enjoyed it there was enough in it that she enjoyed it to watch it not like oh it i don't know what's going on it didn't scare at all monica no, could barely so. monica could barely watch it she is it scared mean, monica, the shit out of monica monica is comparable to a seven-year-old girl so <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense wow. um wow um well what what somebody say something about monica <laughs> <laughs> um but no i uh the other one that, that i really liked is called the wave it's about the uh, the tidal wave that takes out the uh-huh. um, Indonesia. I know you're not, not the one from that we watched in high school. Um, yeah, I know the one Indonesia with Nicole Kidman. Yeah, and but, that guy. Yeah, I can't remember the guy that's in it, but it's a famous. It's actor. a guy though. It's a famous actor. Oh, cool! Fam- you would recognize him. Oh, that's cool. You would cool. know. I don't remember his name though. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, it uh, takes out the town. The wave. It's a kind of disaster type movie, but it's actually true events. Um, the first time the wave, this wave hit the town, I can't remember, like in the fifties maybe. But the the way the town was situated, that uh, if there's like an earthquake or like a rock shift, like for example, a bunch of rock fell into the into the ocean, and then it came into the actual bay, kind of little bay area, and it takes out the entire like the I think the wave was like forty meters high or something. It was crazy high, and it and it took out the entire town and goes like all the way up the mountain and stuff. So. And the people rebuilt the town. That's what I don't understand, man. We do well. We do that in America, though. <laughs> I know, but it's the fucking dumbest thing in the world. It's like, yeah, this place is really prone to these really terrible things, but let's go ahead and rebuild it again. <laughs> I have a lot of counterparts that work in Houston that are making a lot of money because they're rebuilding like crazy down there right now. Well, I mean, Houston at least at least makes sense because usually, I mean, Houston doesn't get destroyed by a hurricane. But like stuff that hits Florida, and these people are like, "Oh, I, you know, this is the third time I've lost my house. Move." <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? 
move inland just a little bit. I mean, yeah. I get it. Like you get a new house every few years. That's cool. Yeah, but the pain that you have to go through to get that house, that's got to be a pain in the dick. Because dealing with insurance, in no matter what form or fashion you're doing it, is terrible. I hate insurance companies. I don't have insurance. I don't know what you mean. No, I'm just joking. I, Uh-oh. I have insurance. I just don't. I rarely, I try not to use it because it's so annoying. It is. They don't make it user-friendly. And they do that on well, purpose. Oh, you're damn right they do. But, um, I, so I, I, I don't, I never understood trying to rebuild, um, or when they do rebuild, like build better, you know, it doesn't seem like in, and when Katrina hit, I think they took a lot of precautions to make sure that it doesn't flood the way it did before. And it seems to work in some sort of ways or like when the Nile would flood, they build all the houses on stilts, you know, shit like that. I understand if you can combat the flooding or combat the, the winds, but it doesn't seem like we have the technology to do that. Hmm. Chris, are you, are you researching something right now? Yeah. Um, I was thinking about a different movie about a tidal wave in Indonesia. Oh. Um, with Nicole Kidman in it. This was like in Norway. Right? Yeah, yeah, the one you're talking about. I don't recognize any of the. Actors. I think it's in Norway. It's it's foreign. It's a foreign film. Yeah. It was filmed in a foreign. I didn't remember Nicole Kidman being in there, but I was like, maybe I just didn't recognize her. So but I was thinking. I was thinking of the wave, like where the teacher teaches the kids. As soon as you said the wave, that's what I thought of. Was the was the wave from, from yeah, being in high school? Well, yeah. yeah. But I, I, we had had this conversation before Matt and I for some, like a long time ago. He, he had talked about it, and I was the whole time I was thinking of the wave that's like teaching you that being a Nazi is bad, basically. <laughs> but um, I or it's thought, easy to become a Nazi, I guess is actually. I always thought that Jordan was, Peterson says that. I never agreed with that movie. I thought that movie was ridiculous. Oh, no, no the, the movie was, was stupid as shit. But Jordan Peterson talks about it, you know, and he'll kind of, he tries to enlighten people that, the, you know, that they haven't, that, you know, that it isn't like, you know, like when you look at the Nazis, it's not like those people over there, you know, like the, yeah. the possibility that you would have been a Nazi if you had you lived there is quite high. You know, like you want to think that you're a hero and you'd be like, oh, no, I would have done all these things. Well, it's very likely that you would have been involved in something, you know, like that's kind uh, of fly, flight or uh, fight or flight kind of a thing, right? You know, it's kind of one of those either you choose you get to choose your destiny type of thing. And, and certainly, people, you know, certainly people obviously choose against it. Um, but there's a lot of people that can kind of get pushed into those situations. I think a lot of people chose against it. You know, um, not everybody just went off to the war and fought. It's, but well, it seems like it was probably a minority, though. Um, yeah, I mean that's. I still, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's definitely, I'll, Jordan Peterson's, you know, smarter well, than Jordan, I am. Jordan so. Peterson, he, well, he wants to point out, you know, to people that, that they have, like, this, they can do evil. Is this to make Trump voters feel better? Is that why he says it? To, like, everybody's going to, like, people will vote no, for Trump I think because. He, no, he does it. I think he does it specifically to, to show people that they have, that they have a dark side, that it isn't them, like, that evil isn't, just doesn't lurk over there. Doesn't Star like, Wars do that? it could potentially lurk inside of you. We have, if you were in a certain situation, it might it might show its face. Well, I would agree that we a lot of people have dark sides. I mean, look at Chris. Look at Chris. You remember that Quick Trip Cup? I do remember that Quick Trip Cup. It came out like vividly. <laughs> Did you see his face? His face. What was, was that, guys? Chris. His, his face was like Bilbo's face. <laughs> Why did we allow what are you him saying to, about me in this in Quick Trip Cups? Why do we allow him to bring QT cups in here? Yeah, but his face, <laughs> like as soon as as soon as that all happened, though, his face was totally like Bilbo. When he sees the ring again after he hasn't had it for a while, oh yeah, yeah, it was goes it was out totally, the so it was definitely fucking evil. See, but I was thinking his eyes, were, his eyes <laughs> were Chris's face right now. His eyes were yellow too, like he, like when Anakin turns to the dark side. That's and, the jaundice, actually. 
<laughs> we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. What are you apologizing for? Well, I don't want to make fun of you for your health conditions. So what What exactly is your apology for? You said you're sorry. What are you sorry for? I'm sorry that I brought it out on air like this. Mm. That's and all I'm sorry for. Well, what good is that? Aren't you supposed to say sorry when... You know, you, you at least want to project that you mean it, or like portray that you mean it. I, I mean, I guess that's cool that you're sorry. So something I've been <laughs> wanting to ask you, Jesse, and I was talking to Chris a little bit about this after listening to your guys' podcast. Do you what be- podcast? Do you believe in Bigfoot? Me? Yes. Like today? Like right now? Would you like that? There's a Bigfoot that exists today. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to say no. I mean. I would love for there to be a Bigfoot. Like, you know, okay, is there, is there maybe some kind of a... Do I think that some... not And I don't mean like some ape, you know, some, uh, you know, whatever from our... One of our ancestors survived for hundreds and whatever, thousands of years, whatever. I think it's possible that some potentially uh, walking upright type of ape uh, could have survived in, in, in maybe even small numbers... In certain places, and I can understand why the Bigfoot myth exists, and it could have even been true at one time. And they would be hard. I mean, it literally would be hard to find something like this. I was expecting a little bit more from the podcast, like kind of. Oh, here the, he goes. The way Zach was here talking about it. Well, well Zach this did is say he has more our, information. Our new section, uh, Matt criticizes podcasts. So. <laughs> No, Take it away, I mean, Matt. Today just, we're starting with the Round Earther Society. Yes. Oh man, no, he just it just frustrated well, me. Well, he did say he did say he would have a lot more information. Right, he said he could just do it on the fly. That's what he said, and then he didn't do enough research about all of his stuff. It, it, I agree with that part. Does Zach listen to this? I hope not. No, I don't think he does. <laughs> he's too, he's way too cool for this. Uh, no, um, he's too <laughs> high right now. Uh, but I'll tag him in it just in case. But he won't make it this far. Uh, but yeah, he said he he said he'd have more information, and I think. I think we might have uh, maybe rushed it, or it just, it just didn't have everything in, in place. For it us. just ended up being kind of lame, and then I didn't like the part. It where was it, not lame. I didn't like the part where he was talking about, oh, you can't fake footprints. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Well, because it was talking about the ridges in the feet. I know, and, uh, I know what he's talking about, and it's actually been proven to be like people. They they've actually sent uh, MythBusters actually faked the footprints on air. I don't trust MythBusters. What? There's times where I've watched MythBusters and they were wrong. That's all I'm saying. And they admit that they're wrong. They go back and, and, and admit it. No, they didn't. They, they miscalculate shit. Because I, I was watching one on Jaws, right? And they were like, oh, uh, uh, and they, they give you information. And it, it says that a shark like that could exist, right? Like a, jar, a shark could be big enough to be able to pull a buoy down in the water. But then eventually they come around to know that it wouldn't be possible. But if you listen, if you watch it and you listen to their numbers, in terms of their possibly being the largest shark, it would be able to do what they said it couldn't do. Like, it doesn't make any sense sometimes. I know I'm harping on, like, the Jaws episode, but I don't give a shit. You guys haven't probably seen it. No, I haven't seen that Good. specific one. No. So they were wrong. That's why I can say it. And you guys say <laughs> you guys can't fact check me because you don't know. <laughs> no, And you I, guys couldn't watch it fast enough either. I, I, I think I like Mythbusters in general, but I do agree. Sometimes, like, they'll, their experiments aren't well done. And, and that's so, another part. And so you think, okay, uh, it's almost like you can't tell if they're intentionally doing an experiment to get a result or if they just didn't think it through enough. So Well, and that, that is one of the pieces because, I mean, I, sometimes I would poke holes because everybody would be like, well, Mythbusters says this because they, they use it like they come at me and I'm arguing with them. And they'll be like, 
Well, John Stewart says this thing. Okay. <laughs> Random. Circle. Okay, I get it. Um, but no, it's like the same thing. Like somebody will say something like, well, this person said this one thing that's not really, it's not really their field necessarily. Or they'll do like some goofy experiment and it'll come up with a certain result. And they're like, well, that's how it definitely is. Well, no, not if you test it a different way. This is from sciencemag.org. Fuck science, man. Well, let me hear what they have to say first. And uh, (laughs) there are very few reputable scientists who have ever been willing to go publicly on record as far as the Bigfoot and Yeti uh, are concerned. Especially with like saying that footprints are real. Like they're very, most of them, they're saying 99.9% of the time they're all faked. And I think people that want to believe, well, yeah, like sure. Zach, want to make these outlandish claims, like like we were talking earlier, that like you just believe a scientist because he's a scientist. Like I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that shit's cool. Like, I, well, look at climate science. <laughs> yeah, I do. Chris's let's, head. Let's, let's, I, I do Chris's head with turn. It was like, let, hold on, I'm on a roll right now. Let's table that to the next okay. conversation. But I, I don't, I don't. So listening to that, I wanted to hear. Okay, so. Let's get some testimonials, some anecdotal evidence, but there was no testimonials. There was no stories. Um, I told stories. My point, you know, the way, and when you guys first started the podcast, it was like, okay, Zach's got this. He's going to tell these stories. There was no story. There, there, there was none of that. And so, I mean, you had read a couple of things from like, a, you'd watched like a documentary or you had brought something up from. Yeah, a, I had some information about a, one of the, I can't even remember his name now. Um but it was a it was one of the primary scientists who were studying Bigfoot, and he studied him. I mean, he'd been studying the idea of Bigfoot for a long time, and he had, there was a ton of information, and it seemed legit. But even that person had come to the conclusion that it's probably an ape. Know, well, probably an ape, but probably also not you know not real, not not in the sense of I was listening you know, to like a missing link. Do you, you remember know? Darkness Radio, the one that Jessica goes on every now and then? Yeah. Okay, so I was listening to, they had a guy on that actually, he spends a couple months in the forest up in Oregon just researching Bigfoot, Bigfoot and going out into the forest and trying to capture Bigfoot. And then he says the problem with Bigfoot is, and the biggest issue is that like, a lot of people get pictures or they'll see stuff, and the, the trees are so dense, like it's so dense in there that uh, they have a hard time, like people like miss seeing what they actually, they're seeing something different than they really are because the forest there is, is super dense and it's hard to walk. It's hard to get through there. And that's like the issue that you see shit that you're not supposed to be seeing. And then when it comes to people like running in a gorilla suit or putting on fake, fake Bigfoot feet, you know, those just compile the issues that are going on. And there's just no refutable evidence that Bigfoot exists. And I would like Bigfoot to exist, you know, but I just, to me, it's just like, it doesn't make, why would it matter if Bigfoot, Bigfoot existed anyhow? Well, I think Bigfoot existed or, or some kind of a, something like a Bigfoot existed. Now, whether or not this was like mega beast era, we don't have any skeletons though. bears. Or, well, but I mean, how many, how many things do you really have skeletons of or fossils a bunch. of? You wouldn't a, necessarily. A lot of things. Yeah, but how many things are you going to be missing? Going to be piss, missing a okay, fossil record. So, of? so but here's the thing: just is, like we still miss but, fossil records now. So, if this was something that was, I'm not going to say for, I'm not going to say without it, without a doubt, that we're not going to find a skeleton. But wouldn't we have found a skeleton? I mean, I mean, you would think not necessarily. That, I mean, and Chris you, will agree with me on this. I think. But you would, you not sure. much. But I'm saying, but you would think the probability of finding something that's been researched since like the '60s, hardcore, would would be would be. Well, well when it comes to the skeletons, no, like that's or any the, kind of bone, like one bone. Well, no, no, no. I mean, if it's from we if, find if it's dinosaur from ice age, all the time. yeah, but we haven't. 
I, I mean, what's the fraction of dinosaurs that existed compared to dinosaurs that we found? Yeah. In terms of different types of species. We have found every type of dinosaur there is, Chris. <laughs> then how do they keep discovering new ones? <laughs> they don't. Remember, they just misnamed them. And then they go back, oh, shit, we already found oh. this one. That's a joke. But... Um, but but yeah, like if you're going back to ice age times, then then it it's possible that there was some man like creature that um, died off there, kind of like Neanderthal. That for whatever reason we didn't. Are there cave drawings of Bigfoot? I don't know. There, there's so many different types of cave drawings. But I, I think it's more but, likely that it's not a man like thing. It's it's. I guess be one something thing... like a giant sloth or a cave bear or something that's what that i think that's what it's called it that was that somehow got became a legend about it yep that carried down through centuries and then people started seeing it because one thing i didn't research and i don't even know the answer to this is um zach probably would know this answer is how did bigfoot even start like what's like the origin no, story why I, I tell the origin story i believe in the in the podcast um and i'm trying to i'm trying to go back and remember because i was just i was reading i just happened to run into it but i think it it's because there's been so many reports, you know, over like the last couple hundred years. But I think it mostly all starts up in the upper northeast, um, in that in that area, like close to the Canadian border. You mean up by Maine? Well, not that far north. I never started not that far east. Um, but in that area, there kept being reports, and this was like in the 1800s. How far you know? north and east? Because you got Ohio, you got yeah, Michigan, I think it's, uh, Wisconsin, I'm all to those. What are, state it is specifically? I mean, all those are surrounded by lakes. So is it like a? I can't remember which state it is specifically, but I think it's like the Appalachian area, though. I think it's. I think it has somewhere well, like in the northern part of the Appalachian. That'd be a area. Yeti, though, right? If up in the if it's up well, in the Appalachian I mean, mountains. that's kind of no Yeti is like kind of synonymous, like the Himalayas. Oh, okay, okay. But it's used synonymously, kind of. Yeah, um, they are kind of interchangeable. I thought they were just like snow versus wood. Kind of. That's how I always took it. But Yeti is specific. The name specifically well, and, originates from the Himalayas. And I would agree that Yeti, you know, um, when I look at my cup, it's a great cup. And it keeps my shit cold all day long. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't support the NRA. So yeah, so I wouldn't, yeah I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy Yeti now. <laughs> oh, shoot it. I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm actually being serious. I would, well, okay. I wouldn't. Okay, let me, full disclosure, I wouldn't have bought Yeti anyway. Because yes. why would I spend that much fucking money on anything that I can buy for half the price? That keeps your ice basically just as cold for just about just as long from Walmart. Well, I got mine yeah, for free. Same, so. same problem that I had, Jesse, when Chick Fil A had the whole homosexual thing. Like everyone was boycotting it, and I wanted to boycott it, but I couldn't because I didn't eat Chick Fil A. So <laughs> he said, well, "Did you hear me?" Goes Chick Fil A. I've only I've only eaten Chick Fil A like three or four times in my life, but the chicken sandwiches are great, man. Like, Dude, Chick-fil-A is the shit. Oh, yeah. their chicken sandwiches are amazing. It, it is really good, actually. And their service is spot on. Anytime I go to Chick-fil-A, there's like a line of cars. And I'm like, man, it's going to take forever to get to this line. Dude, they're fast. They are, they're on top of their shit. Last time there was a bunch of cars wrapped know. all the way around the building. Cars wrapped all the way around the building, and I couldn't, I couldn't wait. I was just like, nah, I'm out. I'm leaving. I, I want to know. And then I left. So what about this climate change you were talking about, well, Jesse? Wait, I want to go back to Bigfoot real fast. Oh, God damn it. I want, to, I want to go back actually, to Yeti. <laughs> Bigfoot, all of those mythical creatures, they have a cell phone problem. And like, if you rewind this back to the 80s and the 90s, yeah, it's conceivable that there's some uh, a small population of creatures that elude, captured by camera, and near these populated areas. Um, but... Nowadays, when everyone is literally carrying a camera with them at all times, it it strikes me as like 
implausible that not a single person has been able to capture legitimate, convincing video footage of any of these creatures. There is that one video that I know it's not... I know it's not legit, or at least I have a feeling, but the Bigfoot looks really shit. The one that's the original one? Yeah, like, like the, the, like the old school, the he's walking he's and you away. see the way he walks, and it's like, that's cool. But, that's, but that's, it's because it's, it, because it's, but that's what I'm talking about, because like that was the only, that's the only, we still, that's our best video footage, and it's from a time when cameras were shitty, and it was very unlikely that you would have one on you to They actually debunked that. They, t- they can like, tell the height and the stride of a person. On that, the way they debunk it's pretty awesome. I, well, I, I watched another documentary on it that was saying that it probably was real because a human wouldn't have been able to do it. So that's funny. I, like, I get it. I get it. Like, because I think it's, you know, uh, debunked and it's kind of a joke. But it looks real as shit. Like, if you don't, like, measure everything well, out. Well, and the way it looks it back. It a hell of a job. That's the thing is the way it looks back at you. That's that's what I thought was interesting because it kind of turns its head and, yeah. and like, it looks back at you. So, I mean, that, that's actually cool. And that, that and that makes you want to think that there's shit out that there's shit out there that we can go find and, and witness. Actually, uh, I watched a documentary this morning called Demon House. And um, it was with Zach Bagans. And he was uh, – this was a big deal in the news. It was about, a, it was about an exorcism that was going on up in uh, Indiana, in Gary, Indiana. And um, it was this African-American family – that had had some uh, possession issues, and the kids were like walking on the walls, and uh, some reputable reputable people actually saw the kid. Like there was um, um, what's your girl do? She she's a uh, uh, social worker, right? Yeah. Okay, so there was a social worker was there to to make sure because they were concerned about the safety of the kid. The police chief and the social worker, another person. Were there and the mom was holding the kid and the kid started walking up the wall. The social worker moved out of the state. The chief died soon after that. I think he's died or got severely ill. And then something else happened. But um, the the documentary itself was really interesting and actually tagged uh, Zach and not Zach. I actually tagged uh, Jessica and Sean see if, so they could watch it and I want to get their ideas on it. But the actual documentary is pretty interesting. I'm not sure if you believe in. I'm Sounds not sure. like Bigfoot to me. Well, and that's that's just it. I don't know if I believe in. I don't know if I believe in the paranormal side of things or or if i believe in possessions or, or whatnot but the way they did a documentary was really interesting i mean well i've talked to i've talked to people and i don't want to name them just because you know they do their own stuff and they try to make money on it <laughs> but, I, but i talked to someone who who did this you know it was like stay the night at these places and trying to capture these ghosts and see you know like go to these haunted places and they basically said <laughs> that they were Basically sure that it probably doesn't exist because they're really sad that nothing ever happened. And even all those ghost shows, man. I mean, it's always like, oh, did you hear that thing over there? Right. Oh, did you hear that? It's- those ghost shows. Yeah. Hey, did you hear that? This is Bigfoot. This is Bigfoot all over again. So here's, okay, so here's something that's crazy. So there was a girl that, okay, so this girl records herself asking the demon to, uh, if, just don't laugh. I'm just telling I you. Yeah. I know, I know. But just so, just listen to me, so you can have some uh, respect. No, no. Just I just want you to listen. So, uh, and I'm not saying this is true or not. But so this girl is doing a voice record. An EVP is what they call it, and um, electric voice phenomenon is what it's called. And so she's doing this, and uh, it gets really detailed, like the voice in the background. Later, uh, probably I think Zach says a week after that, she is murdered. Her and her friend are murdered by her husband, and her husband commits suicide. And it's like one of Zach's best. It's one of Zach's really good friends that's been on the show with her before, and she was she wasn't even in the same state. She was just trying to reach out, and because she knew Zach was in Gary, Indiana, 
for this because uh, he had bought this house sight unseen because it was because it was haunted. And he just wanted to get to the bottom and see is it really haunted? Was it really a possession? And um, like a lot of people have come in contact with the case, have either died, have gotten severely ill, and the and or have uh, tried to commit suicide. There was a 16 year old girl that walked into the house. She tried not, not not and she tried to commit suicide. And not to say there's outlining circumstances that could cause those things, but it's just is it a coincidence? You know, I mean, how much yes, how much fact is is there to coincidence? You know. Well, this kind of reminds can't, me. Of can't the, coincidence be fact? I mean, we should answer that first. Can coincidence be fact, Chris? Is there is there, like police use this all the time? Police use, hey, listen, there's there's too much of a coincidence for this not to be a true true case. We actually prosecute people because of that. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what you're asking. <laughs> so, for example, if uh, we were all here tonight and. You know, something happened and, you know, we were talking about this and we all died in this room right now. Would, would we consider that a coincidence? Is it, would, would that be a fact? You know, I mean, would, there, would people just say just the uh, coincidence that three well, healthy I, people just yeah, killed I over? I think coincidences are facts. The reason in paranormal versus like a criminal investigation, it's considered mere coincidence. Because coincidence is not necessarily excluding the possibility of deeper meaning. But... The reason in paranormal that it's mere coincidence is because it has been investigated and nothing can ever be found. Over all the cases, there's nothing definitive ever found. So that leads me to say, okay, this is a bunch of coincidences. They do have Which are statistically stuff. likely to happen with this many people on Earth. You know, you're going to have... But they do... But, coincidences. But, but you're talking about this many people on Earth, but these are two people that are really close to each other. And all of a sudden, she's murdered. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. There are so many iterations of human lives happening at the same time that it makes sense there's going to be one where randomly these people all die who looked at this one case for no apparent reason. That are all related to each other. That are all, yes. That that statistically makes sense that statistically, that would happen that means sometime. Statistically, so if there's... 400 billion people on Earth. I know that's, there's not that many people. So there's, okay, there's 7 billion people on Earth, right? And then 12 people die that all related to this case, all at the same, all around the, relatively the same time. I mean, is that a coincidence? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm asking. Not because, not simply because of the statistics. I'm just saying that the, statistically speaking, it makes sense that it could be a coincidence, right? So that's a possible explanation that makes sense. The other explanation is paranormal activity, which has been investigated and no evidence can be found of it. So then I, so then but there to actually me, is the most likely explanation is coincidence. Okay. But here's the thing is, and then we can get to climate control, but like there are scientists, there's paranormal psychologists and scientists that say, Hey, listen, the are, there is definitive proof that the paranormal exists and we can prove it with these EVPs. We can prove it with what we've caught on camera. You know, there's pictures and there's... Every time I've seen those kind of things, it's not been, in my opinion, definitive. So, it's, and it's, Jesse would say the same thing about climate like control. like tea leaves, tea leaf reading. Jesse would say the same thing about climate control, but how can you prove He's Jesse against wrong? air conditioning? I'm actually very but pro I'm... air conditioning. I want to point that out. Um, but this is like... Uh, a lot of the evidence I've ever seen for anything paranormal is like the equivalent to crop circles. <laughs> Yes. Oh no! Like this, there's like a there's stuff of like stuff flying across the room, and there's no reason for it to fly across the room. You know, unless you believe those people are faking it. My 
I do, but, but hold on, I have to see. But my son, he watches these uh, these Phase Rug videos. Are you familiar with Phase Rug? No. He's no. a member of that one stoop of that Phase Clan or whatever. Like they play a lot of online games, right? And he does all these uh, he does all these videos of of like haunted like, but it's a joke. Like I mean, I think it's obviously a joke. But he does all these things about his ex, his old place was haunted, and he'll go back in there and they'll hear all kinds of stuff. But it's like very, you know, uh, uh, you know, like they, they make they make all the cuts just right, so you never never see anything, you never really hear it. But they're like, oh my god, did you just hear that? And they do all this stuff. It's like, uh, what's that? What's that one show that Matt, the Blair Witch Project? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's to- it's totally like that. Of course, they're in the house, but it's all like up close and their faces you know like oh my we can't go back out there oh did you see the the fans moving now or the chandeliers shaking and they I will won't say, see you i will say that there's some awesome like older photos where people couldn't have uh like original photos that'd be you couldn't you couldn't do the type of uh i guess you couldn't fake it as well back then you know what i'm saying that's true like bigfoot no, I don't want to be a dick. I know this is something you care passionately about. No, no, no. I'm, no, I, I agree with you, though. I'm a skeptic. But what I'm saying is it's not like Bigfoot because Bigfoot was a video. You can fake a video. I'm saying some of the photos that they have are, are pretty – not that you can't fake a – you can definitely fake a photo. But some of them are talking about like right when photos began. Just, but sometimes there's like random light. Um, agree. You know, or, or different – I don't know, different pieces that kind of – Makes something look pretty crazy. That's not really that crazy. You know, I, I don't know. I and here's the thing about paranormal stuff. I want it to be true. You know, like this is something I want to be true. You know, like shit like that. You know, I mean, but that 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 to me is like not that good of a picture because there's anybody could be sitting over there. But my point is like there are some like when. There are people in the picture. Um, for example, I'll never forget this. And this is the only time that makes me... It makes me go back and forth on the paranormal because my brother and I were at the Crescent Hotel, which is in uh, which is in Arkansas. It's in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. And this place is known to be haunted. Um, there's a lot of hot springs. And this and the, 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 actually, the history of the town is fascinating. So these hot springs back in the day, um, a lot of people, a lot of famous people, and people in general would go there because they were said to have healing powers and they could heal people's like, uh, I think tuberculosis was one that was big back then. And also another one was, uh, um, um, seeing problems. And so the hot springs were said to have healing power. So people flocked to Eureka Springs. I don't believe that there were healing powers, but you know, maybe the placebo effect kind of helped a lot of people in a way. And so I believe that's probably what happened. But without that being said, this hotel was constructed and during its construction, there was this ghost named Michael and Michael had died. And um, so when we were in fifth grade, my grand, my grandma and my aunt thought it'd be fun to take us down there because my brother and I loved the paranormal and my cousin Trey did too. So we all went down to Eureka Springs, Arkansas, and we get there and we don't know about any of the ghosts yet. And my grandma and my aunt wanted to go to the bar because it had been a long drive. And I'm sure being with three kids and that are in fifth grade probably was terrible for them. And so they went to the bar and my brother and I and Trey were into whittling. And we were whittling soap and we had ran out of stuff to like kind of carve. So we had gone back up to the room. Now, as we're walking up to the room, everything in this place creaks. It's one of those old fashioned hotels where it's been built in the 1800s. So it's over a hundred years old and just everything creaks, all the doors creak and it's just a creepy place. So we're kind of running up to the room cause we're already kind of scared. And we see this guy sitting on a window seal 
and we look at it and we just we don't really kind of we acknowledge him but we don't really realize what we're seeing and this guy had to be like six foot because he was sitting like in a u fashion like he was bent in the windowsill reading a book and he kind of waved at us like this so we go into the room and uh tim goes into the bathroom i'm standing by the door trey's like in the middle of the room and we come back out and the guy's gone no creaks that we left the door open too. no creaks no sounds no anything and so we sprinted like downstairs because we were freaked out and we started telling her, my aunt Julie and my grandma Joyce what we had seen. And the bartender was like, "Hey, you're you, you're talking about Michael. Like you described him perfectly." And we have we had this. There was no internet back then, really, you know. And um, so we had no prior knowledge of Michael. We had never seen him before. And we didn't know what he looked like, and we described him to a T. So that I mean stuff like that. I mean that's pretty crazy, right? Sure. Um, and, I actually oh, stayed at that same hotel. And, oh, real quick. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. And the window seal was only like this big. So there's no way anybody could have sat in it. There's no possible way. Matt made a, a gesture with his hand that was about three inches. So. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so the window seal is about three inches wide. There's there's no way a human being could have sat in that window seal. And we didn't know it until we went investigated afterwards. But go ahead, Chris. You, you stayed at the hotel? Yeah, we stayed there. Um, we took the ghost tour... I didn't see anything on the ghost tour except we did get locked in a. What they locked us? Oh, in where the, they where the doctor cut the people up? Yeah, yeah, it's and pretty it's cool. Like pitch yeah, black and everything. Yep. But um, no, we didn't see anything on that. But before that tour, we the night first night we got there, we took the tour the next day. We did. Um, we got broke out the Ouija board, and did you really? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and like I mean I. I don't believe in Ouija boards at all. Uh, But anyway, we talked to some ghost, quote unquote, talked to some ghost, uh, some woman ghost. And uh, then that name got brought up on the tour. But I'm like, they deny it, but I'm pretty sure like my wife or the other friend that we went with must have looked this up beforehand and had the name or something. But they deny it. They deny it. Okay, but that's true. That would make sense. I just don't believe it. That would make sense because there was internet back then. There were no cell phones back in fifth grade. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got it doesn't make sense for your story. I'm just saying, like, it was a similar kind of thing in that we encountered a ghost. We got some details right and that we learned about later. Yeah, but, but, you, but you believe it. You believe that they had some prior, prior knowledge? The, the ghost was Annabelle. I just texted my wife and she texted me back. I, I mean... They deny it pretty convincingly in terms of like they seem like they believe that. Does that, Elena believe in ghosts? I mean, yeah, we don't talk about it too much because neither of us are obsessed with it. I think she probably kind of does a little bit, but not really. Um, I'm I'm more like I'm more of the I don't believe in it, but think that there's a remote possibility that it's true. Jesse, you asking me if I believe in ghosts? No, what do you think? You were about ready to say something. Were you trying to? What were we going to say? No, I think I was going to say like some smart ass comment. About um, the Ouija board? <laughs> it was, some, it was I something. Could, I in, said in, Ouija board in Jesse's face. He, yeah, because like I mean, like. Barely contain his laughter. <laughs> well, yeah, because Ouija boards are so ridiculous. They are. Um, sure, when I was young, I thought I saw a ghost once. Okay. Um, do I think it was really a ghost? No, I think I was making it up in my mind like kids do. Um how young were you? I mean, I don't know, eight to ten, you know. Um, so what's fifth grade? Twelve, thirteen, you know, something like 12? that. And I, you know, I, I was probably I was probably at least eight years old, you know. And I saw some. I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw something over me. 
Okay. You know, that, but, that seemed like it was looking down. I mean, every once in a while, I, w- I would I would agree with you that that could possibly be something in that Chelsea, but ours was different. Ours was like we're it's plain day. It's it, it wasn't nighttime. It was mid afternoon. You know, um, and the way we the detail that we had to describe him, like I I still remember what he was wearing to this day. Like I still remember it. I can still picture it. You know, that's it's always stuck with me, and that's the only thing that keeps me teetering. You know. Here's an idea. All right. Let's say that we are living in a simulation. Okay. So what if the paranormal is just like uh, information from the past that's being stored on the database of this computer is like leaking out into the present. So we're just kind of like seeing across like a, a digital partition. Oh, and I got one better, Chris. So what happens if the same simulation actually... <laughs> that makes sense. No, but this makes sense even better. So, so just like a virus, people can be infected aka possessed by past information which is why they can speak different languages and whatnot because they're being they're being affected and then we have to exercise them aka run a software program to get rid of the the spamware yeah it could be true i think all this is horseshit (laughs) the people that no i mean all the reported this is the the million dollar this is a good movie idea chris there there are a lot of reported people that supposedly had some Whatever medical thing happened, it went into a coma or whatever, and came out speaking a different language. All I'm calling is bullshit on all of that. You know, like, uh, I think that's all bullshit. I think exorcisms are bullshit. There's documented cases of people speaking languages they I, never knew, though. I know. Look at, look at, look I at know, the exorcism. I've heard this. Look at the exorcism. Have you listened to the original tapes of exorcism of Emily Rose? <laughs> She's speaking uh, Arabic, well, dude. She doesn't know how to speak Arabic. Well, obviously she did. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, if that's... I don't know that specific case, but I've read about other cases. And then I've, I think I've even heard scientists try to explain away why this could happen. You know, and I'm just like, eh. So here's the thing. Maybe we have the ability to speak every language in the world that we just don't know that it's untapped. Maybe that's what God gave us. You know, if you believe, if you're a person that believes in the Lord and, and you think that we have these abilities and maybe we have that. Did it just get brighter in here? It just seems like it got way brighter in here. I, I'm just saying, dude. Jesse, Jesse's over here taunting all. He's like taunting away. I would love it. I would taunt anything. Please come to my. I live at twelve six. No. <laughs> yeah, don't give your address out on the, on the air. But like, uh, do this. Go visit Jesse. Um, let Jesse know if you're real or yeah, not. Yeah, let me know if you're real. Because every once in a while, I I deal with a little bit of sleep paralysis. I've never had that happen to you or not before. No, I haven't. I've had it happen probably five to ten times. It's where, and it's a real condition. Um, it only happens to me every once in a while. It's been a couple of years since it's happened last. Uh, you wake it, you're awake, but you can't move because like that signal's not being sent to your brain that you can that you're awake, but you can see everything. Like you can open your eyes, but you can't move. Uh, it's kind of freaky. Um, but I've gotten better about it, so I can like slowly, I can slowly start to move one finger and eventually pull myself out of it. But it takes, I don't know, ten minutes. 30 minutes or I'll just go back to sleep. You know? That's crazy. But you just lay there and it's Fuck like I said, that's that, a real dude. condition. Fuck that. No um, way. Five, 10 times in the whole So life. have you seen stuff while you're, while you're well, in that state? I think, I think that one time that I, that I was explaining, that's one of the times that it had occurred and I couldn't move, you know, and I couldn't do anything. So how does that make and, you feel? Well, it, it's a terrifying feeling. Um, it's, it's a pretty terrifying feeling. I mean, these days I can, like I said, I probably happened to me a couple of years ago was the last time. So that that time that happened to you two years ago, did you see anything? No. Then no, but it does kind of it fucks with your mind because you're kind of you're kind of freaking out a little bit. Well, and isn't there a version of it where people do kind of report seeing like a figure, a shadowy figure, 
that will come and like sit on their chest and but well they, they that happened in the movie insidious the kid had sleep paralysis i'll, I'll be honest i because sometimes it does still freak me out a little bit so then at that point i just keep my eyes closed because <laughs> i can't move and it you know like it, it seems like things are not right, right? yeah it's, you, it like, gives it me feels, chills. I actually got like chills. I have right. chills right now thinking about it. Well, no, it's it's. I don't freaky. ever want to experience that. It's pretty freaky, and, I, and like like I said, there's there's reasons for it. Like they, I think they talk about like exhaustion or things like that. There's reasons, like medical reasons, why it happens, and, it, and it's proved. I mean, it, it does happen. Because I was I was wondering what the fuck is this? Why has this happened to me before? So I I started googling around, and I'm like, oh, sleep paralysis. Here it is, and I, and you know I looked at got all the information for it. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, I just wonder, you know, I mean, I think we all kind of believe in uh, a more intelligent life out there, but I don't know, man, I I see some of these cases, and I see some of the things that happen, it just makes me wonder, like, I mean, sometimes I feel like an asshole being a skeptic, but then I'm like, I don't know. Well, yeah, for me, it's like all these things, these are all things that I loved as a kid, and I would love for them to be real. I would, I would love for there to be ghosts and paranormal stuff. I would love for there to be Bigfoot and, so, and Loch Ness monsters. So why don't we and, do this? And aliens doing crop circles. But I look for all that stuff and so, I don't find it. Would you be open to do an investigation? Yeah. Just, just like, like where? We'll do a live podcast. We'll do a live podcast. I'd go anywhere. And do an investigation. Where? Um, we could go. I, I can contact Atchison and see what it would cost to do an investigation overnight at the Sally House, the Scratch House, the one that Ghost Adventures went to, and we can compare what they had versus what we have. But we don't have any of the really high, sophisticated, uh, you know, equipment to to find these ghosts, Matt. I mean, you mean the <laughs> the digital recorders? Well, but I mean, like the EV. What is it? The, DVD? They use digital. They don't. All they use is digital recorders. Your phone. That's all they use. Hmm. They use digital recorders to capture. Um, now they use EMF detectors. I actually have one. EMF somewhere. detectors. That's what I was looking for. I have. I have an EMF detector. Now I will say this. I do have video of it. I'll show you this video real quick. Um, it's on my Snapchat, and uh, so we use EMF detectors. To, it's electric magnetic force is what it checks, and um, it's a real thing. It's actually been scientifically proven to cause hallucinations. Um, they call it geo uh, magnetic. Uh, fields and um if it's a high spike in geomagnetic fields for whatever reason it, it kind of messes with your brain so like houses have actually had to have been like moved because there's so much um magnetic magnetic field in that area that it, it's been causing people to hallucinate so they're finding that sometimes in a lot of these ghost cases that it's actually just nature you know it's just part of the earth no i think that that's i think that's part of the phenomenon i think that's what's true about this but you can test that, is that now. there is so in this they tested that in this house in this gary indian house it was at normal all the rates were normal and then what they would in what with this video i'm getting ready to show you in this so in in this house that they're testing um all the rates were normal and all of a sudden it would spike like in the in in and there would be normal then it would spike then normal then it would spike that's that's where i just you know i just like man I just have to ask myself, is, is there something bigger there or we're reading too much into it? And more than likely, we're reading too much into it. Well, I, I don't know. I just, I, I want to believe. <laughs> like, I want to be a believer. Um, just like Mulder. You, you, I haven't watched that in so many years. I never, I actually didn't like that when I was a kid. Oh, I thought you were saying Mueller. 
No. <laughs> Fox Mulder. All right, it's, it's loading. So the video that we're getting ready to watch, um, again, we were in Eureka Springs, and we were on a ghost tour, and they actually, we bought an EMF detector just to kind of play the part, and we're in the middle of this room, and there's nothing around us at all, and this EF, EMF detector is sitting on a chair in front of us in the middle of this room, and what happens is we're, I'm asking specific questions. If Is there anybody there? Could you please uh, make the EMF detector beep? And it wasn't going off at all. It's just dead silent. Then it just goes beep. That's a pretty intelligent response. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you, for, for it not going off at all? Yeah, you said you were here. You were there. I was, I was looking at it. Yeah, I did it. You'll hear my voice. I did everything. Hmm. <laughs> it's probably like the CIA listening in. And they're just like fucking with people. Beep. You know, like Alexa kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> or your toaster. <laughs> yeah. But don't you, but don't, I got it. It's, it's me. Yeah, I saw that. But don't, don't you think that's weird? Oh, here it is right here. Okay. So here's, might be weird. here's the video. It's getting ready to play. That's what that noise is. Um, we are playing a video. Oh, beep, beep. Turn, turn it up a little bit? Yeah, turn it up. Oh, oh yeah, we did this too. That's pretty crazy, dude. Was your throat slit in this room like they told us? Can you make a beep again if that's true? Yeah. Who did this? I did that. Can you say that's my... Yeah, but I mean, it seems kind of... How do okay, I know so you look, didn't fake it? But no, but look. So here, look. <laughs> I have the whole... I have the before video. Can you say something to us on camera? Can you tell us that you're here? Why is it so zoomed in? It's Snapchat. It's I'm just, just I'm I'm just screwing around. Yeah. I'm trying to like pick it apart like it's a Bigfoot video. Oh, gotcha. No, it's just Snapchat. And uh but that that's something that you know what I mean, it's just kinda weird. And um and so we're just like walking around in this room and no one's getting anything. So everybody had left the room and it was just the only people in the room are me, Monica, and uh, uh one of our friends, Nicole. There's only three of us in the room. And we're in the middle of the room where those chairs are. There's like three chairs that you saw there. Nothing in the room. And then so I was like, wait a minute, it just beeped. So we sat the, we sat the electric, uh, the EMF detector on the chair. And then we asked that question. You know, was, uh, was your, was your uh, throat slit in this room like they had told us in the, in the interview? And uh, could you beep again if that's true? And it goes, beep. See? The lights are messing around. Okay, I thought so. I thought it had gotten brighter than it didn't turn off. But... Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's, I thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah, we, they did something like that at the ghost tour at the Eureka Springs too. They had the little EMF thing. I had forgotten about that and people were supposed to ask questions and then it would respond to them. Um, I was, I didn't find that very convincing. See, I didn't find it convincing either, but when I had it in my own hands and there's no one around, but it's just myself, like I'm the only one holding it. I'd just be curious if you took one of those things and it wasn't, and you, and, but you, it, you just made it look like an EMF thing, but it wasn't. It was just programmed to randomly beep in random, like sequences, and like just it's all you programmed it to be a hundred percent random, and it's not actually detecting anything. But then you tell people it's an EMF thing, and you pass it around, and it, and you, and you have no control over when people ask things and all that stuff. It's, I wonder how many times it would 
seemingly go off in a way that was a response to a question as if it were intelligent. Yeah, but that probability is pretty high. That's that's why I don't find it very convincing because it seems like... You think those just randomly go off? Cause it well, was... no, no. I'm just saying if it's like random fluctuations, electromagnetic fluctuations, then it, and not responses to specific questions. I, I, I don't disagree. But, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's my why I haven't found any of those. It, there are some that do have... They do look like responses to what people are saying. But there's also a lot of them that it's just like it's just beeping. And you're like, no one said anything. <laughs> so no, those mean, just don't make it onto camera. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, I was pretty lucky that that one made it on. Yeah. But um, what'd you think, Jesse? Like, do I believe it? <laughs> no, I mean, that, that looks interesting. Um, my first, you know, inclination is always to, okay, why did this happen? Yeah. You know, I just try to solve it afterwards and. I'm guessing what Chris just said, that sounds pretty legit to me. And no, and I agree with him because I couldn't get it to beep again. I couldn't, we sat there for another 10, 15 minutes. We couldn't get to go off. And you were asking the same questions? Yeah, we were the whole time. Did you ask that same question again just to see if it would beep again? Yeah, no, yeah. And we sat there for 10 or 15 minutes. And actually we, the weird thing, here's the weird, Chris, here's the weird thing is we. So I couldn't replicate. So here's the thing is the, we, we had walked around that room for uh, an hour with the EMF detector, the only time it would go off was by light switches, by by lights, or by any kind of any kind of electric source. Is the only time it would go off. That's what was so weird about it, is like we're in the middle. That's why I kept saying we're in the middle of the room and it just goes off. Right. And we couldn't get to go back off again. That's just, that's when it stopped. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're asking the same question, that could just be because the ghost got bored. Getting asked the same question over and over again. Well, we... <laughs> That's true. Because who likes to be asked the same question over and over again and have to keep answering it? I, I would agree with that. We asked multiple questions, but we actually we asked, we asked that question too to kind of... Because like you, I was skeptical, so I wanted to figure it out. That's why we stayed right. there. And the funny, because they were trying to kick us out because there was uh, they were closing down the top part. It was in the top part of a building, and the tour was over. And I'm like, hey, listen, we're not leaving. I'm not leaving after this just happened because I want to figure it out. Because Monica was freaking the fuck out. She's like, oh, my God, there's ghosts here. And, oh, dude, it was... <laughs> Monica. I know, dude. And then... Um, and so she still she thinks she's, there's ghosts in this house, which I do not think there's any ghosts in this house. Oh, gosh. But, I mean, just so imagine... You guys don't... You have, isn't there a haunted car that you drive by as well? Or you write, run by around here? No. Yeah, yeah. We went on that walk. That oh one day, no! And she's that... like, "This car is haunted." Oh, she <laughs> was joking though. But so, just we were, Monica and I were walking with Hope, and we walked by this house, and the car slid like twelve feet. It would have hit us if we had been in the driveway. They forgot to put the e brake on, and the car dude just goes boom, and it goes almost all into the road. Were you guys at Bryant's house? <laughs> no, this was around here. No, this was right up the street. <laughs> no, I only say that because Bryant did that. You remember that story? No. Uh-uh. So, you no, know, he says you guys. You guys have heard that story. He didn't put the he didn't put his e brake on in his car, and I guess it rolled out of the driveway and it was blocking the street, and he fell asleep randomly in his basement that day, and the police had to like they oh, came into yeah. his house. I remember this um, because they had to get that car moved, and I guess they completely spooked him and freaked him out and stuff. And so whatever. he didn't answer the police. He saw the policeman walking around through his basement windows, and they're like knock banging on the door, and he intentionally didn't answer it because he was freaked out by it 
And it turned out they were just trying to get him to move his car because it was in the middle of the road. So they towed it. <laughs> I don't know if I believe Total that Brand story. story. Well, it's, it's, it's weird. It sounds Brand like a Brant story are. to me, though. It's weird uh, enough for Brant to be true. Right. It's, yeah, I, I agree stuff. that it is weird enough for Brant to be true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. How does that happen? Like, what would Brant need to run from the cops for? I don't, yeah. Probably no. drug usage. <laughs> you know, he was. Well, I mean, some of it I can kind of get in the sense of he just woke up. He didn't know what was going on. So. Yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he that. could be a little disoriented. But, yeah. Just well, I imagine whole... Brant disorient- disorientation. You know, like, he's, that's like a whole nother level. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So he's probably real. Like, he was probably, like, coming down from some kind of a weird trip anyway. <laughs> Because who the fuck just randomly falls asleep in their basement and like, can't hear people knocking on the door? It's just, I mean, you can't hear somebody knocking on the door. It was a weird story. Wasn't he, wasn't he sick to... Well, but I don't think that was then, though. But I fell asleep in the basement. I think yeah, he was like, no, working down there or he's something. He's been that sleeping was... in the basement ever since he moved in there. That's weird. I don't think... I think Why is he sleeping in the basement? Because the two bedrooms upstairs are for his girls. They each get their own bedroom. Oh. That's what, and anyway, they're working on turning the basement into... You know, they're finishing it up. So eventually it will look like a regular bedroom. But, huh. Well, I mean, I mean, I was down here the other day when Jody came over, and I couldn't hear the doorbell. I hate that though. I don't, I don't know why doorbells don't travel because I can't hear it from down here. Yeah, that seems. Like I think they're design. best on the outside of the house. <laughs> no, I'm just being. Yes. I don't, I'm just being surprised. Not um, your best work. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. You, well, you can get those little plug in the wall. You know. Uh, Whatever. I like the yeah. Ring app. The Ring app's pretty cool. It takes a video of you when you push the door button, the doorbell, or anybody that comes to your front door. Hmm. I think it's pretty cool. Why but, would Jody have to knock anyway? Was your door locked? I don't remember. And because nice. I mean, yeah, you do kind of lock your door randomly when you know people are coming over. And, and I'm sure tell, you say just come in, and then I pull on the knob and it's locked. Well, I'm sure Jody knows his code. I don't think she does. Really? I don't think so. I mean, I see her every now and then, so. Well, I'm sure she's probably been told it. She just might have forgot it. Like, I've, I've. I don't remember. It. It's been the same thing as since my last house, so. Right. She probably knows it, but. But since I don't use it every day, I kind of like, oh, there's a, a number in there. I think it's just a courtesy, too, you know. Well, yes, knocking, yeah, I think that's a courtesy. I, I try to. I mean, you guys it. don't need to knock. It doesn't matter if you guys come over or not, but. I mean, I thought it was pretty funny when we showed up and Monica's dad was here. I forgot to tell you that. That was pretty funny. Well, I, I knocked. Um, oh, did you knock? Yeah, because I, I want to say there was a car in the driveway. Oh, okay. That makes like sense. That. I, want to, I want to say that I did knock, and it was weird because I think he was like, I think he was unsure about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, because he was like, oh, I can come down there and help you load the stuff up. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. Like, it was, But it seemed like it was kind of like. He wanted to make sure you weren't taking shit. Yeah. It seemed like, it, it seemed like on some level he had to like, you know, he felt uh, obliged to like protect your stuff <laughs> just in case. Right. Yeah. Um, and I get it because it probably is weird. Like he's here and then I'm showing up. That well, is pretty weird. And you're in Mexico. So it's kind of hard to get a hold of him too. You know, yeah. I just ran, I just randomly saw your text message and we are actually heading out the door. So when I saw, <laughs> I didn't look back to make sure that you got in. Okay. I just I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm I mean, I'm not used to people being over here, so 
As yeah. When I'm not here. I'm not used to people being here when you're not here either. <laughs> so when I run into Monica's dad, I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> well, now now it's kind of cool because now they can stay here and watch Hope. So that's kind of nice. Well, yeah. So you don't have to do the dog setting stuff. You know, you don't have to uh, put her in whatever. Overnight. She doesn't do well, man. I mean, it's not that expensive. But well, that she would be, that'd that be well. weird. I mean, I get it anyway. Like, I mean, yeah, that seems weird. Yeah. I, I think she does enjoy it like a couple of days in. Because, like, they treat her so well. Like, they give her, like, walks and breaks and snacks and all that good stuff. And they give her a lot of attention. But she gets really bad anxiety. So, you know, it's kind of... Yeah. And she knows Monica's parents pretty well. So she sleeps in the bed with them and everything. So it's kind of nice. No, it seems like most dogs tend to have a problem with that no matter what. Because you're disrupting their their routine, their, their normal life. And so it's stressful. I know uh, my sister-in-law and her boyfriend, they have a, a dog and... When they they took it to the they went on vacation one time and left it at a kennel thing and it when he came back from there he was he had like the runs or something and you know it, they treated him well it was it was a nice kennel but you know it's just the stress of the of it for the dogs. and they get kennel cough. I, I don't hope think... had that hope had that last time last time yeah. and that sucked. We had to give her antibiotics for that. So. Um... What would it what would it take for you to believe in ghosts, Jesse? A ghost. I mean, I mean, like a, an experience. I would need an experience, like would, a legit experience. Would, some, would something like that, like like when you, it would that be a legit, legitimate enough experience? Or what do you mean talking, like if I saw something like that? Yeah, like where you're asking an intelligent question and you get an intelligent no, response in I return. Would, I would think that it's. I would think that that's bullshit or something's off in my perception or something is being affected somehow. Um, you know, like well, it'd I know be like t- a magician trick. I know um, Timmy definitely wants to uh, join us. So us four, I mean, maybe even have Brant come. But I don't know if I don't know if Brant could do it long enough to make it. I think he'd get too bored, and then he would get overcritical. Well, he would probably get. He would probably be too bored. But I mean, you would think that you'd think real ghosts that were worth their sheet would uh, <laughs> would uh, you know like really want to disprove the people or prove the people. Who were like really disbelievers? Like you think they'd want to come out to them, right? Because why would you come out want to come out to your fan club? You know, like the people who already believe because maybe and they don't know shit and they haven't seen well, anything. Maybe they maybe just want to be really... left in peace. But how do they know? How would the do ghosts know more than non-ghosts? Don't they watch TV, Chris? Well, I mean, I'm sure they watch TV, right? And I'm sure they pay attention. What? <laughs> no, but how would they know any individual is a believer or non-believer? <sighs> You don't think they talk to their ghost friends? Imagine how many dead people, how many people have died on yeah, this earth. There's, how many, do you think okay, they don't have a network? Do we you don't have, think do they we have know? social media? That is a good question. Do we know how many people have died on earth? There's estimates. Um, I think it's currently there are more people alive than have ever died, but I could be wrong about that. I don't know about that one. Well, it, because the thing well, is, think we about keep it, getting Stal- a but Stalin, Okay, so Stalin killed 25 million sure, people. In the terror famines, twenty-five million people died, and that was just in that was just in what ten years, and it doesn't include World War Two. You know what I mean? The pro- the problem doesn't include with, World War One. The problem with a lot of that stuff is is old estimates on in on pop you know on older populations. Yeah, like we have but, no idea. That's a hundred million people between between World War One, World War Two. Well, but, but like for instance, some people depending on which uh, depending on who you follow. Um, some people say there was about two million Native Americans here, 
before we arrived, and some people say there was twenty. Okay, what about all? Um, the, what about the all the slaves that built the pyramids? Slaves didn't build the pyramids. I just, I know, that's why I was saying that. <laughs> but uh, so, Chris, Chris, or at least you know, in any, Chris in any is major an point. avid believer that slaves built the pyramids. I was actually going to bring up the pyramids earlier because we were talking about paranormal you know, stuff. Like, no, we were talking about fossils being found and stuff, and it's like, well, fuck, we didn't rediscover the pyramids until what was it, the nineteen hundreds? Was it something how, like that? How do you miss pyramids? Well, no, because they were completely covered by sand. They had to completely dig them out. That's not true. No, that's true. I think it, I think it was every one of them too. And the, the temple Sphinx, of Giza too. was not covered by sand. I think all of them were. I'm, maybe not Giza. Maybe not Giza. But I know, I know just about all of them. I, I think we didn't rediscover pyramids until the 1900s. Isn't that right, Chris? I have to look this um, up. I don't. I was looking up the alive versus dead thing. So basically, the, what I quoted. Um, that there are more people alive than have ever lived. That's a what they call an urban myth. I was duped. Um, I figured there would probably be more dead. Well, I figured that Chris, too, but then I so heard much, that someone told me that. And wasn't it Onion article? It. No, but <laughs> no. This is apparently anyway. It's a myth that's gotten a lot of people. Okay, not an Onion article, but um, they said that. Current estimates are current living populations about six percent of all humans that to have ever lived. Oh wow! And that's with a conservative estimate of like saying that there's an Adam and Eve, like so many thousands of years ago, versus you know, so like starting it with two people and extrapolating from there, they'd say that there's, you know, it, it it's very unlikely that there's more people alive than. Have ever lived. That's a lot of dead people. Yeah. So that means almost every place on earth has probably seen a dead person. Yeah. Like the, you think the ground we're sitting on is seeing a dead person? Um, okay, so this likely, shows a Giza. The Giza was uh, showing. Yeah. Um, and the Sphinx, which is that Giza. So, oh, yeah. so you guys that makes sense. On. What are you talking about now? Oh, we're talking about pyramids. No, I'm talking Chris. about pyramids because I, I know the, there was a lot of pyramids rediscovered like in the early 1900s because they were covered over mm-hmm. with sand. Yeah, I know that to be a fact, but I guess in Giza, that's not true. So, do you think that? Uh, well, yeah, because Napoleon. Chris, do you like, think the pyramids were built by slaves? That's exactly what it says too. Hmm? Do you think what? the pyramids were built by slaves? I know that the, they showed that they were paid with lots of bread or something, so not slaves, I guess. I mean, do you think that? Okay, they were actually like because exalted here's, here's, members of here's, society. Okay, so here's the argument with ancient aliens: we haven't found. We haven't found we haven't found an existence of a bunch of people that would be around the pyramids. Like there's supposedly all these cities that existed and they can't find them. I think that's what the ancient aliens said. Well, but I mean, like the pyramid is an unusual structure that has lasted for six thousand years. Most buildings can't last that long. That's not true. That is true. That's not true. This house will last for six thousand years, okay, Chris. Okay, man. Well, I, you. Okay. How much you want to bet on that? Okay. Point case, Jesse. Right, Jesse, right behind there. Stop fucking oh, yeah, with that Jesse. Light came back on. Stop fucking with the ghost, and our light won't come back on again. Um, so, okay, so let's just do it. If this light turns back off right now, that is Jesse's sign that ghosts do exist. Right, Chris? Um, apparently not, because it did not turn off. Well, I'm not saying it doesn't have to happen this moment. I'm just saying. Oh sure. yeah, if, if it ever happens, <laughs> if it ever turns off ever again. Yeah, I'm just joking, but that would be a uh, random chance that this probably just a faulty light bulb. Yes, um, or a loose connection, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's never happened before, though. True. Um, 
So, so what do you want to bet, Matt, that your house will be here in 6,000 years? Oh, it won't be. We won't be on this planet in 6,000 oh, years. Matt, now you're changing your tune when money comes into the equation. No, but I there's no way. I mean, I could take that bet with you, but no one would win. And maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe yeah, in the afterlife we'll, we'll, we can we'll bet about get it. Get back to each other in six thousand years and collect. Well, let's do it. Let's bet on it. Yeah, I, well, I don't know what we're gonna. Let's bet five bucks. All right, in five six, bucks. It's six thousand years. Five bucks. This house will not be here. Five bucks in today's money, or yeah, in today's money. No, we'll adjust for inflation. Okay, we'll adjust. Oh money. shit. <laughs> what, what 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 does angelic uh, angelic inflation look like, Chris? <laughs> I, I'm not. I haven't done a lot of research on heavenly economics. Because <laughs> we're saying the house is going to be here in six thousand years. That's assuming we'll be in heaven, dude. Maybe, maybe we'll find. Uh, Speak for yourself. Do you believe that? Do you believe there's vampires? Maybe, we'll, maybe we can get. <laughs> I think vampires is one that you can pretty easily dismiss. I wish we were vampires because if we can get bit by vampires and live for six thousand years, Chris, we could definitely have this bet. How is yeah. it easily? How is vampires easily dismissed compared to like Bigfoot? Compared to Bigfoot or or ghosts or any other yeah well mythology. because okay the vampires just don't make sense by themselves okay explain okay Why? hey, can, hey Chris right. wait 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 Chris can you extrapolate that for me yeah yeah okay it turned off so I guess since Matt said at any point in the future that means that's Jesse's proof um the light did uh, okay uh, extrapolating why vampires don't make sense okay if they are exposed to sunlight they die. No, not all vampires. Well, yeah. Okay, first of all, the the what is a vampire question, you have to answer that one first. There's a billion different types of vampires. Um, from the sparkly to the to the Transylvanian. Uh, but two, okay, so they, they have to eat human blood. They have, they grow fangs that they can suck blood out with. Yeah. Um they have to sleep it they have to sleep in a coffin no some of some of those vampires that's the what lost, they say in the lost boys they don't sleep in coffins but in some of the vampire stories they have to sleep in coffins by the way jesse one of the best movies lost boys lost boys is awesome yeah um garlic for some reason is like repulsive to them i, I don't understand that one either <laughs> not, I'm, not, I'm not lying dude yeah I like, mean, there's a lot of weird it's ones. not just repulsive like they don't like it like the way some people don't like cilantro or whatever no, it's or a, chocolate it's like actually repels them they can't come into your house unless you invite them in they could kill them too or it makes them sick if they drink your blood if you've eaten garlic yeah yeah so. right but just like seeing it yeah or seeing the cross you know, well, right. I guess the cross makes sense if they're if evil. It, if it, but... if the, yeah, if there's that thing. I mean, I don't know, man. Water. I mean, but I'm just saying. But like, they can't cross. They can't come into your house unless you invite them. What? How does that make any sense in a world defined by physics? Well, that's not a world defined by physics. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a world well, defined that's what, by. Well, that's why I'm saying it's. That's why you can easily dismiss it. I mean, this I don't is, think this... you can easily dismiss it. Why? Just because you don't understand. They, that they that... can't see themselves in a mirror. Yeah. Just because you don't understand. No the one can see them in a mirror. The, the no one can see them in a mirror. Just because that's you don't understand it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm saying. Well, what are what are the parameters? What can exist in the universe? Hey Chris, you don't you don't know that man. There's a lot of things that we don't understand right now no, that could sure. be true. There are a lot of things that we don't understand. I'm saying that the the vampires have a lot of specific things about them that are that run contradictory to established science. True. I mean, Jesse is looking something up. Nothing right now. about the Bigfoot inherently contradicts established science. It could exist. 
and it wouldn't be like, oh, we're going to have to rewrite the laws of physics. Well, I mean, that's definitely that's definitely true. Um, so that's why I'm saying... I mean, I don't think ghosts... Ghosts don't defy the laws of yeah, science. Yeah, I think... Yeah, exactly. I think because, because by their very nature, the paranormal is hard to study scientifically so therefore there's nothing about them inherently that defies would defy the law of physics something i do look at ghosts and i look at um i'm I'm looking at physics and i start thinking about um uh or biology biology Biology. but I'm, i'm talking about um metaphysics and metaphysics makes a lot of sense when you start when you start thinking about ghosts and dimensions and different types of uh like down the rabbit hole type stuff. Right. Ghosts make more sense in that type of framework. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, well, no, I was I was still looking at pyramid stuff because that, that was bothering me. Yeah, there were there were pyramids that were buried in sand. I found some. Uh, but it looks like all the major ones have been uncovered this whole time. And I maybe I just read some story about you know, a bunch of pyramids being having to be rediscovered that have been lost. Well, some of the some of the younger pyramids weren't that big; like they were super small. So that would make sense. I mean, they were maybe twelve to ten feet tall. Yeah. Well, there was one, and that's one. There was an article from Fox News in 2018 that was talking about a 16 foot structure buried underneath 65 foot of sand. So at first, I thought like, okay, I was full of shit that I that I maybe I misheard it or maybe I was passing on some other kind of. Bullshit information like more people being alive than, than dead in the world. Um, <laughs> no, well, I thought, I thought the hey, same I thing. I was, I, was, I was about to correct myself, but it does seem like there's some, but all the, all the major ones that we, that we really pay attention to, for the most part, are, uh, you know, always been uh, so yeah, is it, unearthed. The, the way the, the pyramids have lasted, is, is it just how the structure is built, the way the weight holds itself or... Why is it well, lasting yeah, so long? Like uh, the, the pyramid structure is just the easiest, like natural, uh, stable, stru- most stable structure. Like that's how things naturally form themselves in nature. Because it, like, if you have a wider th- base and then you get smaller towards the top, it's not going to be wobbly. Tipsy topsy. Yeah, weight distribution is going to keep it pretty stable. Um, that's why mountains are shaped like pyramids. So it's, did okay. So Rome was sacked, and that's why the Colosseum is all fucked up, right? Um, I think mostly no, just the just the floor rotted out. But why wouldn't we? I, see, here's what I don't understand: Why wouldn't we have like kept it painted, kept up with it? You know, because the temples used to be white, and coming with limestone. Wait, wait, are we back on pyramids? Uh, no, I'm just uh, and, Colosseum. It, anything like that. All, all of them. Like no, we never kept up with them. I don't. I don't understand that. Like why would well, we let just, them fall to shit? I think it's just changing of hands so much and money that was involved in expenses. Well, I mean, like look at modern day stuff. You've got um, the White House building, looks fine. The well, White the White House will be nice. Um, well, it wasn't. Look at look at the Washington Monument. Look at look at the Lincoln Memorial. All those, dude. Yeah, you but don't... fast forward a thousand years. I mean. Right. That's going to be your problem because a lot of that stuff was there for, yeah, it probably was in good shape for 500 years. Um, well, it was in good shape the entire time that Rome was still an empire or the same with the Egypt. Those pyramids were in shape, good shape the entire time the Egyptian civilization was thriving. But when, I mean, like when you start facing rough times, those are the first things that get cut, maintaining Whoa. those kinds of structures. Yeah, think about our roads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but... All right, and bridges and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, do you think... I mean, I don't think America will be here in a thousand years. I don't know what the world will look like in a thousand years. It's I think about that sometimes, but it's so too... Hard. Yeah. We couldn't well, guess. especially I, with how fast things are moving nowadays. I mean, like, if you go back a thousand years, life is completely different, right? But if that, you take a person a thousand years ago and have him go back a thousand years, like, the world would be really different in some ways, but, like, he probably wouldn't speak any of the languages... But it would look pretty similar. It'd be pretty much the same. It didn't move as fast. I would agree with that. Like structures right. or buildings. I mean, yeah, like there there are some small advances. There'd be a couple things, but he would basically know how to get around, or vice versa. If you took someone alive two thousand years ago and then dropped them into one thousand uh, years ago, they would get along just fine for the most part, aside from the language problem. Um, but you do the same, you jump another thousand years up to t- the present, and it, no, that would just be too much of a jump. I want to know. I, I, I wish I could live that long to kind of figure out what's going on. I mean, we live such short lives. A hundred years is nothing. I mean, I mean, 80. But yeah, well, and who knows? I mean, because technology is advancing so quickly. It's either we are very close to the top limit, Right, like we're we've almost discovered everything there is to discover, or things are going to get really crazy. <laughs> so when is soon, so really soon? So in this simulation that we live in, when are they going to download us um, a better living of standard of life? You know, when are we to get the next upgrade? Then when when are we get the iOS twelve? I guess is what I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not working on that, Jesse. Well, do you know? I don't know anything about technology, and I don't know anything about this projection model, whatever we're living in. <laughs> the simulation. The simulation. You know, like, I don't, I don't understand that. No, I, there was another article just out in the last day that was talking about that we live in a hologram, or the possibility of us being in a hologram. Oh, I, I didn't actually that read theory. it. That one is a weird one. I didn't actually read it, but it was like, oh, What's hey, a it's, hologram not theory? it's not as far-fetched as you would think, and I didn't right. read it. I was like, whatever. Um, I hope we do. Um, I mean, just because I can't I mean, remember the specifics of that theory. You know, it's as a, much it's a hard one to remember. As much as I think the singularity idea is crazy, like I mean, just in terms of just you know, it coming about and happening. I guess everything is kind of crazy. But how like, could okay like anything? But I, I even though I believe in but we get back in to the singularity same, idea. But we get back to the same question with any matter what theory you have, no matter how many worlds there may be or may not be, how can how does anything start? How does anything ever start? Because what would ever be? What would be before that starting point? Well, here's what I said the other day, and, and Chris, does, you know, he may not think I'm very intelligent for it, but I have a small mind, and I was, <laughs> I, I, answer, I, I came to an answer like I used to always ask, um, why is there anything? You know, like what is, what is the point? Why is, why does anything exist? And I had this idea. We were talking about chaos theory, um, and how much, even though I'd always bashed on chaos. There's certain things that I, I I bash on and attack because I think the name of them is like it's like a misnomer. I'm like, why is it named chaos theory? Because it sometimes it doesn't make sense to me. There's another one. What's the what's the other one, Chris? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember. But it, there's another one that bothers me. But chaos theory is one of them that gets me. The Big Bang. The Big Bang fucking oh, drives yeah. me crazy too. But we're talking about chaos theory, and then I started for some reason it took me down this path of you know I was thinking of. Uh, nothing existing right and almost being like code like think of some kind of code to create whatever program 
like every iteration of that code would have to be perfect to, for it to always be nothing. And as soon as one thing went wrong, there would be something, you know, and then because that code would already have some kind of mistake, it'd be more likely to potentially happen again. And it would continually happen, you know, or something like that. Some, some kind of idea. I know there's not like a code, but whatever laws that, that guide what was, if there was ever a flaw, like, because, I mean, they would have to be perfect for infinity, right? Like forever, um, from beginning to end. And if there was ever a flaw in it, then something would be. I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense, but in my head it makes sense. And it may not necessarily mean anything, but I don't know. That's where I've come to. What are you going to say, Chris? This is a pretty interesting video. Um, it compares the Earth or just everything that we know exists and how big the planets are or the stars are. I, those things are always just really neat. Um, it's it's crazy to think about it. It really is. Chris, what do you think about my idea? I like it. But? I don't really have a but. Is it's it juvenile? Like, no, it's... I don't really know. Because, like maybe because everybody problem, else already came here's to this the problem conclusion. We're have, that we run into with language is we're trying we try to talk about these things and you know we we mean a thing but it doesn't necessarily uh like there's not the right words for look it. how much smaller earth is than whatever that is kepler 10c obviously <laughs> I, is that, a, that... Yeah, but the, what i was did you see how much smaller uh Mars is. Mars is. Yeah. Earth, yeah. Um, Kepler, I think that's a planet around the star Kepler. Like, so it's a, we think that's, that's what that is. That's a star or some, a star that I don't know. You know, I've always, I always like watching this just because it, it looks neat. Yeah. And then especially when it zooms out, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, right here. It <laughs> well, goes from Jupiter to this uh, other planet. That's the biggest known planet, I think it must be. And then here's our sun. Yeah, and once you realize it's like... And our sun's like a small star. A Sirius A. If you want to look it up, Sirius A. And then Pollux. And you're like, oh damn, Pollux is big. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> and you see everything else is like nothing at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, and this, it's the stars themselves, they, they like increase exponentially, it's, it feels like almost... Imagine no, the gravity, a, a gravity around those stars oh, is ridiculous. Go. My gosh, it's so huge. Like, and these, yeah, we're getting to the point where these stars that are like a hundred times the size of our sun are now reduced to like pixel size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's, oh, there was something I was going to say on that, but. I mean, they get to a point where it's when it says if a commercial airline where to fly around this traveling at as fast as it could go, it would take a thousand years for it to travel around the star. Yeah. That's how big well, the star would be. That's insane. No, and, and something that Chris said the other day about another thing I, I just didn't know. Oh, really and think that about. check this out, Jesse. This just shows space. All those stars fit in that ADB little space. Well that that's two light days wide, four light days. So that's what is that, ten light days? Yeah. That's how but just something that Chris was talking about the other day. Oh, this about, is going from like the the smaller ones to the bigger ones. About a Chris, about all the planets in our solar system fitting between us and our moon. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Which I would I wouldn't have. 
I would have thought, no, that's not true. Um, but yeah. really, it's just amazing. It is. It's absolute. Yeah, most of the universe is nothing. It's just empty space. I was listening to some interesting stuff about like dark matter. and So this just exists. says right here, this says there are 100 billion stars in the galaxy. And most of them are circled by one planet. And that's just what we know of. <laughs> I mean, like we're just now getting out to the size of the galaxy. It would take 200 million years to cross the Milky Way galaxy. I mean, what would... Or the sun circles it every 200 million years. So an Andromeda will collide with our galaxy in a few billion years. Andromeda? Andromeda. Yeah, Andromeda. You know what I just wonder, though? What would it feel like? What space feel like, I wonder? If you could, like, touch it with your bare hand, I wonder what it'd feel like. Death. Nothing. But <laughs> how does something feel like nothing? I don't know. I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy uh, last night, and uh, it seems like you just freeze, you know, and your eyes turn black. Well, there, there actually can, there is a thing that tells you, I, I can never remember the exact things that happened to you, but... Um, is this what we can right now see with our naked eye? Is this what they're doing? The thing is, you, you will freeze eventually, but because there's nothing in space, right? It's empty void. Um, it actually, that's not what will kill you because it takes so long. There's nothing for your heat to transfer out of. You, yeah. Like that's, and that's how you get cold is you, your heat transfers out of your body to the air around you. Um, and since there's no air, your heat can't leave you. Um, so that that's actually not what that um, you die from. You, you die from asphyxiation, basically. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they say space is one of the worst ways to go. So the what the multi what is it called multi universe theory? What's yeah. it called? Multiverse. Yeah. Multiverse theory. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I guess at that point, you know, when you think of the universe. I just hope there's something after I die so I can just learn what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you'll learn that, but but my understanding, your energy will always exist. So, well, yeah, in some form, but it may not be anything that could. Well, I mean, we're, we're made up of matter, right? Um, you can't destroy matter in the sense that you can't take the fundamental particles and make them cease to exist. Doesn't Thanos, Thanos do that? Well, <laughs> don't get me started on all of the scientific inaccuracies in <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> so, but here's my question, though. Um, and I get that. Um, so energy can't be destroyed. So does, are we conscious energy, though? So that means we'll always be yeah, conscious? consciousness is a thing that always throws me for a loop. It's really... It's hard to uh, explain in any way, shape, or form. I mean, do you lose yourself once you're disbanded? Cause well, what is, is yourself? That's the first. That's what I'm saying. That I, I know, but it is dying. I mean, is dying dis, is is a dismemberment of what we would call a soul or your your conscious being. Is that what dying is, or is dying just a passage of, you know? See, here's the thing: is if matter can't, if matter, if energy can't be destroyed, why do we age? Well, we age. It, it matter it's, itself isn't getting destroyed. 
It's just the configuration is changing. No, so I get that. So because of flaws in the matrix. Yes. If, so if the configuration, well, if but they, I mean, it would be because of flaws, right? I mean, yeah. So it's a flaw in the code because if not, you'd always stay. Right. They, well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't degenerate. Well, no, not necessarily because actually there's a thing like dying is an evolved, um, an evolutionary trait because. If you have an organism that never dies, it will never change, right? It can't evolve because it, it itself const only. So actually, dying off to create new copies with variations in them allows for evolution to happen. So early on, you would have had molecules, or you know, not molecules, uh, microbes and stuff, and they wouldn't have built in them any sort of natural termination. And same with multicellular animals, like they had to evolve the ability to die because death uh, and death having an organism that eventually dies is more successful uh, in the long run than an organism that never dies. Because, you, you know, as the uh, as the environment changes, so um, if you're if you're a species that dies then you're more you're you can adapt to the changing environment but the species that don't die in terms of like long old age death is what i mean does that then mean they will die because of the changing thing that they're not adapted to that seems so crazy to me does that mean we're going to evolve eventually to live hundreds of years kind of like elves well back in the yeah. back in biblical days we lived longer yeah <laughs> that's true the first like few people that they talk about in the bible lived like a thousand years and god figured out that they weren't evolving quickly enough so that they had to have shorter lifespans yep. so that you know they could evolve better <laughs> be more studious Actually, it's more like the other way they got they got less holy so they so they didn't live as long so i mean it, i think i think that's the one thing i always want i was getting less holy is an evolution i always so god is really that. wanting us to stop being so holy <laughs> That's the message to take from that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, Chris. <laughs> so I mean, I just, I just wonder. I mean, um, I always wonder about that. So what? No, yeah. What does consciousness look like? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like, okay, so is an ant colony conscious? I don't know. How would we know if we can't communicate with it? Right. Well, I mean, and also, yeah, what is consciousness? So, like, so I guess if you're meaning in the sense of it, recognizing itself as an as a being like oh so is a dog conscious or this is for chris lord of the rings <laughs> frodo baggins kind of action figure type thing and jesse this one was for Ooh, you what's this oh the dark crystal chris this was the thing you couldn't remember was i just couldn't yeah I, I didn't why the remember, lord of the rings i didn't remember what was in the box but that's what's in the box what's in the box it's very Lord of the Rings, like anime. Lord of the Rings. Well, it's Frodo. He's gay, just like he is in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I definitely wasn't going to give that one to. Also get Gimli, Ooh. a Moria orc, a Urukai berserker, or Gollum. They don't have Gandalf. That's bull. That is weird. But they have to add this orc and this berserker? Yeah. That is weird. They I don't know, know why they do that. Hmm. But. 
Now you can, when you guys talk about your dark crystal, you could take that with you. No, I will, because we're going to be doing that on the Tree Woe podcast. We're going to be doing the dark crystal stuff soon. It's a good movie. I like the dark crystal. A lot better than Conan. It's actually been too long, but I know I loved it as a kid, even though I remember it kind of being scary, you know, or like, or like the, the way they make it is dark, you know, like uh, it's a, uh, uh. there the goes light, the light again. The light came back on. So, um, all right, before we wrap up, let's do a movie. Our end of the segment movie. What movie would we pick? I think we should go with Dark Crystal. I've never seen it, so I'm going to watch it. You should. How dare you have not seen it. I didn't know about it until you guys had talked about it like a couple months ago. Yeah. Really? So, well, it was it was big in my childhood. So I. What's it about? Stuff like fantasy type stuff. It's it's made with like uh, Muppets. Okay. But it's done well. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's difficult to explain. It's been, <laughs> the way you well, stopped. Jim, so you stopped right after you said that. Jim so. Henson wanted to make a a Muppet film for adults, kind of. But not like that, that kind of adult film. Okay. So we'll recommend The Dark Crystal. And I will yeah. also recommend... Um, I just watched... Man, I forgot what I was going to say. But I just watched uh, Oh God in 60 Seconds. Which one? The original? Or yeah. The, There's you another better one. recommend... Wait, wait, with who? Who in it? With uh, Nicolas Cage. Okay, that, there's an older one from like the 70s. Oh, I didn't, um, didn't know that. And this was like a remake... So I thought the Nicolas Cage one was pretty bad. Yeah. But I'm not going to take away the recommendation. It's not the best movie, well, but it's, it's, it's fine. All right. I, well, why don't we all each recommend a Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, that's ooh, a good one. There ooh, you go. Ooh, right, Nicolas so, Cage. So Matt recommended Gone in 60 Seconds. I'm going to recommend The Rock. The Rock is sweet. Great movie. Yeah, the Rock is really well movie. done, and it's one of his best. I yeah. would have picked that if we were doing Nicolas Cage movies. No, too well, late. you can still pick one in a second. Um, if if I were going to pick one other than The Rock, I mean, I, I guess it's pretty obvious, but I would go with Raising Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. If you um, haven't seen it, I would definitely suggest watching it. It's weird for a Nicolas Cage movie, but it's it's really yeah, good. I yeah, mean, it's a yeah, that is a good one. It's an interesting movie, and it's it's interesting the way they just the way they shoot it. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, National Treasure. You know, I still have never seen National Treasure. <laughs> oh, really? I enjoy it. Actually. I haven't seen it. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right? Like, it's better than Con Air? Oh, I forgot about Con Air. Because I like Con Air. I was really certain Matt was going to say Con Air. Ooh, yeah. I forgot well, about Con yeah, Air. Yeah, Matt seems like he would be a Con Air kind of guy. Yeah. I yeah. just have a feeling. I do like Con Air. At Especially that part, since I took the rock. There's, so. Okay, the part that really weirds me out about Con Air is when um, the crazy guy is singing to the little girl. He doesn't do anything to her, though. Well, he takes her. He walks away with her. Well, you're talking about the end? No, he, he's back on the thing, and then you then eventually it shows the little girl there again. Oh, uh, okay. So he didn't do anything to her. You're talking about Steve Buscemi's character? Yeah. Yeah, like, because you think that, okay, he just did something really creepy to her, like he molested her or something, but then he goes, you know, he goes back and does whatever, and then eventually they show that girl again. Was later. he molester? I think that he was. I want to say that he was a child molester or something like or maybe, that. Or maybe he's wrongly convicted. I don't know. Uh, but I'm whole, sure all those guys were wrongly convicted, especially Cyrus the virus. But the way, but the way he was singing to her, dude, it was just. It, it, I don't know, dude. It, I hate that shit. The, just didn't set well. I know, dude. Did not sit well with me. I, I almost wanted to jump to the TV, but like, fuck this it guy. It was creepy. It well, was super creepy. Anything boring like molestation in movies is 
it's creepy as shit. So. Yeah. But no, um, Con Air's good. So we got we got some good ones. We got Con Air, Gone in sixty seconds. Um, what else we got? We got uh, National Treasure. One or two are, are are fine movies. I enjoyed both of them. You know, another movie that's kind of goofy. What's that movie? He played a wizard. He was like Bella. Uh, oh, that was good too. I like that one. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually decent. thought that movie was decent. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't like it's okay. It's not good. Right, Nicholas let's, Cage. Let's let's flip but, it. Let's do the anti. Let's say save yourself the trouble. Don't bother. Um, I'm going to start it off with Season of the Witch. <laughs> don't watch that movie. <laughs> I, don't, ah. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a bad oh, movie. <laughs> Chris is going to kill half. And, and, and I'm going to kill, kill half. half the army. You kill the other half. But who will buy the drinks? <laughs> Whatever it is. But if we each kill half, then who will buy the drinks? <laughs> Jesse, what's your do not watch movie? Oh, okay. That movie's so bad. I saw it in theater. Have you ever seen Season of the Witch? No. Holy shit. Does it's that have... Does that have... Oh, oh! I actually, ha- I have one for this. I have one for this because I, you know, I, I, I like Nicolas Cage, and I, I typically like Nicolas Cage films, even though I know he's not a great actor. But one thing that is horrendous is The Weatherman. Never seen I it. I saw it like I got I through like thirty minutes, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this movie?" <laughs> like he, he, he's literally a weatherman, but it is the most boring film ever. <laughs> and he's like a guy that like everybody takes advantage of. Like he just walks around, right? And people will, th- you know, like they hate him. In his own city, so they throw milkshakes at him and shit when he's walking on the street, and he's just a loser. But eventually, grows like a little bit of balls, and then he's walking around with like an, a quiver on his back and holding a bow because like his daughter taught him to be stronger. It's really fucking weird. It's not a good movie. I wouldn't suggest watching it. I, I actually bought it, so because uh, I, I I happened to like. You know, it's one of those times where you're like, oh, I want to get a movie, and it was before Redbox, I think, and I just bought it. Yeah, yeah, and I it hate was that. fucking terrible, and I've never finished it. Um, I'm gonna go with Wolf Creek. I haven't <laughs> I seen that. that one it was terrible. I almost walked out of the theater. I've never done that before. It was. A, it's a scary movie, but not good. And I also want to say something. You should never watch Conan. Never oh. watch. Oh, you I mean the tw- you mean the 2011 Trump. version? No, no, yeah, the, don't the original. Watch the, don't watch the Jason Momoa like Matt Matt. Don't watch 2011 Conan version of Jason Momoa. Make sure to watch the original, the 1982 version, Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And James Earl hey, Jones. Jesse? James Earl Jones, Gary Lopez, uh, all those other people. Before we go, what's the best movie? Gary Sven Lopez, Thors- the Mexican <laughs> Jesse, Thorson. Jesse, what's the best movie with the best superhero? With the best, with with the best, the best sidekick? sidekick uh, the, best, the best villain. Best yeah. villain. It's Conan the Barbarian. And I, I mean, we just did a Conan the Barbarian episode. Uh, and it was great. Oh, I had somebody talk shit on us, dude. The first guy, he was like, because I was in these people are snobs. They're in this international Robert E. Howard League, you know, <laughs> Lee. Robert, Robert, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they must that. be dicks. Robert yeah, E. Howard. I, Robert E. Howard. I, I don't know why I threw <laughs> Lee in there. Um, yeah, well, this the Robert E. Howard uh, group. And, you know, and some of them are snobs because they, oh, they're, oh, I've read every story and I own all these books and they're like, they're, they're real cunts about it. They really are. And the first guy, like, I posted the episode in there. And the first guy, he likes it. And then he goes and listens to it. He's like, um, you know, he's like, this, you guys should have done, at least done like a cursory level of, of a, a cursory level of, 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 a, um, fuck, I, I should actually read it. But he said, we should have actually done like some research, cursory level amount of research, you know, on, on Robert E. Howard and Conan before we did it. Oh. And I was, oh, he was such a dick. He was such a dick. I was pissed. And Brian was even more pissed. And we did it right before we, we just did a, a you know a Super Mario two. Um, but don't you know a lot about Conan? 
Yeah, though that's so then I posted back at that motherfucker. I was like, you mean like the person who knows the locations where it was shot, how much money was made, the entire cast, the you know, and I can quote every line, you mean like that? Oh, I'll try that next time. Right? And I was just kinda I poked right at the guy and the guy never said it. He shut the fuck up after that. Um but yeah, I was Did pissed. you not did you not discuss things in the like We in... discussed the whole movie and we discussed the stories too, because I've read almost all the Conan stories that I can think of. Um, or so real what was he coming it. back at? So like, it wasn't like you weren't giving facts. Is that what he said? He, he was saying that we didn't know enough. Because uh, I, I, you know, I talk, I say, I, I don't say the best things about Robert E. Howard. I said, you know, he's, he's an amazing author, but it, you know, it makes me a little tired trying to read it. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to read. It's from the 1930s. You know. Yeah. No, some of that shit like Tolkien's hard to read. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I would have said the same thing. It's not it has nothing to do with Robert E. Howard, but this guy was such a dick. Yeah. Some people just like to hear their own voice. You know. Yeah. And they and they like to. Be the internet tough guy, and and do you know you don't have to know everything about every subject to talk about the subject, dude. We did so much research on that movie that there was so much shit. Like, uh, three times a week, uh, Valeria, not, not Valeria, but uh, I can't even think of who plays it now. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jerry Lopez, and uh, I, I can't think of her. Uh, shit, I almost came up with it. Doesn't matter. But they would do like sword training three times a week for two hours a day for five months, like you know to. To be able to, that's why the sword plays so good in the movie. Like they, this is what they did, you know. And we kind of we we go through all kinds of pieces. Fuck that guy. That's all I have to say. Sweet. Sorry Chris. for taking the taking over the end of the show right there, no, Chris. But I'm mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds like a dick comment. Chris, you have any ending comments you want to say till next week? Um, not really. <laughs> uh, well, that was interesting. Throw, throw me on the spotlight there. I'm not a good improv guy. Um, no, just uh, keep it real. Cool. I, I need to come up with a catchphrase. <laughs> I also want to say, fuck that guy. That guy's full of shit. And you don't have to know about every subject to talk about it. You talk no. about what you're passionate about. And that's what I like about this show. We everyone, just kind of put uh, it out there. Also, everyone here needs to start watching Westworld so I can actually talk to someone about it. And I also. <laughs> I want to know if ghosts are real. So I want to know if you guys fucking listen to this show. Tell me. I want to hear your stories. I want to know stories of your hauntings. Ooh. And then we are going to do it. We're going to do a haunting. We're going to stay. How can they let us know, Matt? Well, they can post in the fucking comments. This is this is technology. Well, I was I was giving you the opportunity to tell people how to get a hold of us. Please, okay, please visit our Facebook page, Aslan Media. Please look at our SoundCloud. Jesse is vehemently working on getting us up at iTunes. Is there an email that they can contact? You can contact us at asinine.media at gmail.com. Here's what this motherfucker said. Oh, here we go. My phone's at 1%, though. Oh, fucking damn it. My phone died. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what do we call that? Never poetic, fucking was. That's some poetic justice fucking right there. That <laughs> sounds like ghosts. Uh, Have a great day. Yeah, All right. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace.